Welcome to Because I Want to Know, the podcast where we get into people's heads and find out how their choices in life has affected them. My name is Leslie Fear. I'm your host. So let's get into it, shall we? Hey, everyone. Today I'm joined with Carrie Styers. She's a psychic medium. She's an intuitive and a life coach. She's a spiritual teacher, and she knows a crap of a lot about numerology and astrology. Welcome to the show, Carrie. Hey, Leslie. I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for having me. You're not an easy guest to get, girl. You are busy, busy. Tell me what you are doing lately and all the things that you are into for your customers. I know you do psychic medium work. I know that you're a life coach, but you also talk to people about numerology and astrology. So tell me all about that. I do. I know. These are kind of busy days and we're in a time of major, major transition. And, you know, I was mentored early on at an age to put a lot of tools in your spiritual tool belt. And as a psychic medium, I use a lot of tools. I use my intuition, but the other two pieces I really use a lot in my predictive work and just in my work in general is numerology and astrology. Numerology, of course, is the study of numbers, Pythagoras, Way back, if you all, a lot of you probably remember this from high school, the Pythagorean theory, Pythagoras really had this belief system that numbers have energy. Mm, okay. And, numerology is this, and we all know it in this world. We say, you know, one is the loneliest number. You know, we relate to something. So I love the power of numerology. And I also love the power of astrology as well, because I always say the numbers don't lie. And I also feel like in terms of astrology, you know, astrology is just reflective of what's going on here at, and on Earth. And I always say the stars don't lie and the numbers don't lie. And in terms of my intuitive work, when I was being mentored at a very, very, very young age, my goodness gracious, 12, 13 years of age, oh, wow. my mentor, um, yes, at a very, very young age, my mentor, she just really believed that we should have lots of tools in our little spiritual toolkit and our little spiritual tool belt, aside from the intuition. And I love numerology. I love what it says about us as people. It's predictive in its own way. And the astrology, especially with what's all that's going on in the world right now, I think um, if you look to prior 2020, it was a lot of the astrologers in the world. We were all talking about this big year coming because of all these major astrological aspects that were taking place this year. So I just believe in the power of astrology that it gives us so much data and information. I'm even thinking back to Benjamin Franklin, you know, signing the Declaration of Independence, and he was an astrologer, and he, write, he wrote a lot about astrology. So right. I think we've been using it for a very, very long time in the history of our world. But there you go. So I'm doing lots of readings, and I have a membership group, The Lighthouse, where I'm teaching classes all the time, and just really and every day on Instagram doing daily energy updates where we're using the astrology, the numerology, my intuition to really talk about energetically what's transpiring on the planet right now. Yeah, because I tell you, on your Instagram, you do a ton of stories. And I, I think I've told you when I've instant messaged you, I'm like, girl, you totally made my day with this one or whatever you said today really rung true with me. And because um, I'm kind of a big believer in this stuff. and But I also think we are really affected by this. I mean, think about it. The oceans are affected by the moon. So why aren't we affected as well, correct? I agree with that. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And I always say, you know, I, I really feel like, you know, astrology and numerology are just reflective tools of what they're reflecting, um, what's going on here on the planet. So, uh, you know, and I even have a what I've been shown recently from my spirit guides is that before when we're all in the non-physical, in other words, when we're all on the other side and non-physical, 
that before we even take a body, that that our exact numerology and astrology, all that natal chart information and everything that comes through for your numerology, that, you know, we plan the exact moment that we're going to enter into the planet so that all of that is your natal chart and your numerology is all extremely indicative of who you are on a personality level. So I just think there's also divine orchestration and everything. But yeah, I love it. There are two really wonderful and very, very accurate tools. Yeah, exactly. And in fact, you and I were talking before we started recording. And I figured out that I am a two life path. And then you told me I'm a master number, I guess an 11. So can you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, the way numerology works, numerology works in single digits, digits between numbers one through nine, and which means every number has its own energetic, emotional meaning. And it also works in master numbers of 11, 22, and 33. Some people will tell you 44, 55, 66. I, the primary ones would be 11, 22, and 33. Gotcha. So the primary, in astrology, you know, most people look for their sun sign and astrology you know what's your sign what's your sign okay right (laughs) indicated by the time of the year that you were born in numerology your life path number is the same thing as your sun sign okay it's the essence of who you are just like your sun sign your life path number is the essence of who you are and so you get that by adding up all the digits in your date of birth so for me i was born on may 23rd 1976 So I would add the 5 plus 2 plus 3 plus 1 plus 9 plus 7 plus 6. You want to add all the numbers straight across in a row to add up to that actual number. So when I add up your date of birth, Leslie, your date of birth adds up to a 29. But you'll notice that that 29 is not a single digit yet. So we want to keep whatever number it is that you add your date of birth up to, you want to make sure that you reduce that down to a single digit Unless the number adds to an 11, 22, or a 33. That's the master number. Okay. Energy. So your date of birth adds up to a 29. So if I take 2 plus 9, okay, 2 plus 9 is 11. And that's where I get that master number. So when I get to a master number, I don't really want to break that down, although I do know that in 11, 1 plus 1 is a 2. Right. You know that the 11 master number energy, that the base energy is that is the 2. So the, the 22, the base energy of the 22 is 4. 2 plus 2 is 4. And for the 33, the base of the 33 is a 6. 3 plus 3. Okay? Okay. So we're trying to get down to that single digit. And 11 energy in terms of master numbers. Master numbers are people who have... Essentially, in this lifetime, and I'm talking about in terms, I believe in past lives, so I've always been showing we have past lives, but in this specific oh, absolutely. incarnation, it <laughs> yeah. means that you're going to get a lot of work done in this lifetime, okay? You came here to do something special, to clear a lot of karma, whether it's 11, 22, or 33, you came here to clear a lot of karma, to really heal yourself on a deep, profound level, and that this is a big lifetime where you're going to move some shift, okay? They're gonna, you're going to get some shift done. Okay. <laughs> that 11 energy is the most spiritual. A lot of times people talk about 11-11, okay? We talk about seeing that number, oh, 11-11, okay? Right, and right. Such, the reason why there's such significance around that number is that it's spiritual. It is cosmic. It is emotional. It's sensitive. It's intuitive. 
So this tells me at that 11 energy that your spirituality is very important to you, that you are a very spiritual person. You're very intuitive, sweetheart, of course, because the base of that 11 energy is the two, and the two is the most sensitive energy of them all. Yes. Um, but it also tells me that there's a communication piece here. Um, if you look at Oprah Winfrey, she has a lot of 11s in her chart, okay? So there is a spiritual teacher here. There's a communicator in you, Leslie, that longs to emerge here. So your life is more than just showing up every day and taking care of yourself. Your life is going to also include helping to lead the way for others and to light the way for others and to help others along their path. It's a really, really beautiful calling. But in terms of master numbers, they can also add a lot more stress and a lot more anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it, it's its own big bag. People are like, oh, master numbers are so special. I was like, no, no, no. Listen, people have master numbers in their charts. It's a lot of pressure to get things done and to really move and shift a lot of karma in this lifetime and to really help and affect change in a very big, profound way. So it's heavy. It's very heady energy. So I'm a 33.6, so my date of birth adds up to a 33. So I have a master number there in my life path as well. So gotcha. um, yeah. again, that's the essence of who you are. And then I was also looking at Leslie's personal year cycle. Now, in numerology, the personal year is essentially the energy surrounding, it, it really illuminates trends that are going to transpire, themes for the year for you to kind of live by or to kind of, to, that are going to transpire here. And again, the personal year cycle operates in numbers one through nine. So the one in your in the personal year cycle is the new beginning and the nine is the ending. Okay. And to get your personal year cycle, you're going to take the month and day of your birthday. You're going to take, so you're going to take... For you, Leslie, you're going to take six plus three. Right. So your month and day. And then instead of adding it to your birth year, which is what's going to give you your life path number, you're instead going to add it to the calendar year. Okay. Six plus three plus 2020. And then reduce that to a single digit. And for you, in 2020, that's a four. So a four is a year this year. That tells me that in your four personal cycle this year, that's a year of hard work, dedication, it's a workaholic number. So it just tells me you're probably just been on the treadmill, work, work, work. So no matter what yes. you're going on in the world this year, this is going to be a really big work year for you. Right. And also a year of building for you. So this is putting in structures, building things here, okay, really looking to the future, which is really going to set you up next year for 2021, where you, Leslie, are going to be going into your five personal year of change. So next year, you're going into a change year. Okay. And if you want me, Leslie, I can go really quick and kind of tell everybody what those one through nine. Do you want me to absolutely? Give really yeah. Quick? No, absolutely. I want them to know, understand all of them because I can just see everybody going. Okay, where's my calculator? I need to do my birth. Know. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, tell everybody what it means. Yeah. So the number one in numerology, if you're a one life path, it's very similar to an Aries. It means you're a self starter. Okay? okay. And you're an individual, you're an individualist that you're kind of marching to the beat of your own drummer, a natural leader. Okay. Natural entrepreneur. Okay. And in terms of the one personal year cycle, that is a year of new beginnings. In the one personal year cycle, it means the prior year, you just come out of a nine year of endings, a wrap up cycle. And in your one year, you're literally beginning a brand new nine year cycle. It's beautiful. It means you know, the book is unwritten for you and you get to write the book the way you want to. Oh, nice. Chapters that you get to pen. And it's really a beautiful new beginning. It's a, you know, it's a chrysalis. There's a metamorphosis that's been taking place there. It's beautiful. You're a butterfly. It's now time to fly in new directions. So nice. There's, there's beautiful openings in a one personal year. It's very, um, and it's a bit self-centered in the sense that it's all about you and your one personal year. 
the two energy in terms of life path, the two is the love number. Oh my gosh, we talked about it with your 11-2 energy right. for your life path number. The two is like a Libra energy or a Cancerian energy. It is open-hearted. It's loving. It values relationships, relationships and love. Oh my gosh, if you're a two life path out there, you came out of the womb probably wanting to get married or hopeless romantic or wanting to be in love. Into love. And that's you. Yeah. Just really love being such a big focus in relationships. Now you can also pick up some projects. So twos have to be really careful. That's very cancerian. Cancers can pick up a project or two. Twos need to be really mindful of their boundaries in terms of relationships and making sure that they are um, receiving just as well as they're giving. In other words, they're getting just as much out of their relationships as they're giving out. So sure. Right. Really mindful of being in balanced relationships. It's very important working on codependency and issues there. In terms of a two personal year, of course, then the focus moves from you in the one personal year to in the two personal year to your relationship. So that two personal year energy, now that is a relationship year. Okay. Okay. That's a year where you're going to be focused on love and relationships. The three energy is the most creative energy of them all for us. So if you're a three life path, um, or if you have threes in your birth chart, oh my goodness gracious, you're expressive in some way. Right. Where your writers are, your writers, your speakers, prolific writers and speakers. These are creative folks, interior designers, actors. I'm just going down the list of how the creativity could express itself. Oh, wow. It's okay. Very fun, playful energy. Delightful. It's also a bit of a scattered energy. So the three energy is also a little scattered. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so I'm a 33 six. So hello. Sometimes, I mean, I'm it's a Gemini like, too. So it's like squirrel. Yeah. Like, <laughs> 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 We're crazy anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes focus is a little hard for me. And if you're going into your three personal year cycle, it's a creative year. It's going to be a really expressive. Nice. It, you know, creative year. It's also a year you're probably where if things have been a little serious, where you're going to need to take some time for yourself and you kick up your heels a little bit and really honor your inner child because that three energy is also about honoring that inner voice within you. So, right. Okay. Um, the four life path, I'm just running through these, Leslie. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. Running through them. The four life path is kind of like I was talking to Leslie about being in our four personal year. It's a bit serious. The four energy, we go from that three really fun and bubbly energy to the four being very serious. So if you're a four life path or know someone who's a four life path, you're talking about a person who's a little bit more serious, maybe veering on a workaholic, work hard worker, hard worker, you know, veering on workaholism sometimes. It's a very logical sequential energy. And you know, fours need a lot of proof, (laughs) a lot of of evidence. And if you're in your four personal year, it's a year of building. It's a building year. It's a year where you're really just going to work your little astro off. It's a, right. It's a hardworking year. You're going to put in a lot of foundational pieces. So you got to be really careful in a four year. You're going to work hard. So you got to be careful not to burn out. You got to be careful that you're taking enough breaks for yourself, that you're not overdoing it, but it's a very ambitious, productive year. Okay. And then when you move into your five year, the five life path, five life path and five year is it's a year of change. So in in terms of personal year energy, it's a change year in terms of the life path number A five life path is very adventurous. This is a very adventurous person. This is an individual. People who are fives are fun, adventurous, gregarious. 
They love change. In fact, for them, if there's not enough change in their life, they get bored. You know, boredom is their you know worst friend. You know, right, right. Um, so they can get bored easily. They need travel, adventure. They are hysterical. They tend to be really great communicators. Right. And you want them giving the speech at a party. You want them, you know, giving a, a keynote speech because they're just going to entertain everyone with their words. Oh, that's great. Now, <laughs> that five energy is that they can also kind of veer on Oh, this is the energy where they can check out. If you're the five energy, has to be careful not to check out and dissociate because they're also the ones who can live a little excessively and have too much of a good time. I.e., addiction is uh, highlighted here as being mm. kind of on the other side of the five energy. Right. And in your five personal year, this is just a year um, where of change and where it's kind of like a little bit of a roller coaster where, you know, you've got plans at the beginning of the year, but it's like things just come to you or come up out of the blue, seemingly out of nowhere. So okay. there's a lot of twists and turns in your five personal years. So if you've been in your five personal year, hang on for the ride. Okay. It's yeah. all going <laughs> to even out, but it just means you got to have a lot of flexibility, a lot of patience in a five personal year. For some people, it's absolutely maddening. That energy is maddening. Right, right, right. But we're, but we're Gemini, so in our five personal year, you're, you will be able to manage a five personal year a lot better than one. Exactly. But you know, it's funny. And, and I just want to interrupt real quick. It's funny because the older I get, and I talked to someone else about this, the older I get, Carrie, the more uh, introverted I am. It's funny. I don't know if it's because writing grounds me a little bit, or if it's just uh, the energy or whatever it is right now, but uh, not introverted to where I don't want to go anywhere or do anything like that. But just, just very grounding for me. I, I don't really know how to explain it. Yeah, I hear that. I can feel some of that as well. Just, you know, kind of grounded nesting within yourself. I hear that. I right, feel that right. You. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, uh, okay. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, but I was just like, it's so funny because when we were talking about this, I was like, you know, I don't necessarily want to travel, but that was, a, that's a five life path more than just your life year. You're talking about things in my five life year that could come up that would be unexpected, hopefully good things, I would hope. <laughs> and you know, I'm in my five personally right now. So it has been interesting. It's been a great year, but it's, you know, it's been very interesting. It's been very interesting. Oh, girl, 2020 has been just, uh, you know, some people, I talked to somebody in your death experience a couple of weeks ago, and guess what? She said 2020 has been the best year of her life. I do believe there is a, a a part of us that has to look at things in perspective as well and not totally rely on one specific thing for everything. You know, yes, have, have this as a guide. Yes, look at that and see if you can find yourself there. Absolutely, because these are very important. But you also have to just use your head and not get too wrapped up in really anything, right? I mean, yes, yeah. Yes, yes. This is certainly a year of up-leveling and the astrology is really all about, and, you know, energetically, my guides have been showing me this year forever. We're all going, we're going through a major growth spurt right now. So I'm grateful for this. Year. Oh, oh, yes. Society, I feel like we're growing. And as a collective, we're growing tremendously. As I well. totally agree with you. But back to the life paths. Let's so now we're, let's go on to six. I believe that's the number we're on now. Exactly. Two Gemini folks, you're listening to two Gemini's having a conversation. So we are totally <laughs> living up to our astrology. Right yes, now. we are. <laughs> what do you think? Oh, let's just go down a little path down here on the side. This is uh, this is how we roll. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, you know, I got to go down a tiny little rabbit hole and then, hey, I found my way out again. So that's good, right? I know. We always come back or someone at least brings us back. Um, if you're a six life path, though, so if when you add up your date of birth, if your date of birth reduces to a six, 
Um, sixes are just the nurturers of, you know, they're just the natural earth mothers, nurturers, you know, just really wonderful cheerleaders for humanity, cheerleaders for, for anyone. If you don't have children, these are individuals who are nurturing and loving of others. So uh, they're wonderful with kids. And if you don't have kids, if you're a sixth life path without kids, I'm sure you have fur babies or someone or something that you can love on Mm because the six needs something or someone to love. That's their jam. That's their, that's what they're great at. Yeah. Okay. Um, Okay. Sixes are also um, not only the natural nurturers, they're natural entrepreneurs. They tend to have a bit of a, they tend to not want anyone to fence them in. They tend to have some authority issues. Therefore, um, if you're a sixth life path, you tend to do well when you're working on your own or when you're working with some level of autonomy. Sixes tend to need a lot of independence. They are magnanimous. So people, when you walk, they're charismatic. When you walk, when sixes walk into a room, people notice there's something very just charismatic about it. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, Yeah. Nice. Very charismatic. And if you're in your sixth personal year, this is where you come off the crazy train of the five year. Okay. (laughs) That five year change. You come off the crazy train and things start to settle down because your sixth year is all about home. It's all about family, you know, Right, right. Life has family is everything. And in your sixth personal year, this is the kind of focus on family, on your home. This is a time to nurture yourself, to nurture those you love. And it's a much more grounded energy, okay? It's mm-hmm, a much more mm-hmm. grounded energy in your sixth personal year. Okay. Now, the seven energy is an interesting one. A seven life path, in numerology, seven is traditionally the most spiritual, quiet, introverted um, number. Oh, okay? wow. Okay. And so seven life paths tend to be introverts, okay? So even if your astrology says you're a Sag and gregarious, you're, if you have a seven life path, or a seven attitude or a seven destiny number. These are all other placements in numerology. There's some introversion. You need some quiet time. Right, seven right. Paths are have beautiful analytical minds, very spiritual. Your faith is very important, is very important to them in some way. And they just need, if you're a seven life path, you need a little bit of, of quiet time. You need time to process. You need time alone. And I would really encourage you to take that time and value that time because you really do need it. Because the outside world can be a little too much for you, okay? Right, okay. Um, and in your seven personal year, this is considered to be a quiet year in numerology, but really it's um, a very spiritual year, and it can also feel like a bit of a test of faith. The seven energy is really working on um, creating more faith within themselves and creating more faith with the universe. So in your seven personal year, you're building faith. It's a faith-building year, which means it can come with its own certain amount of testing. And as humans, you know, we love to move forward all the time. You know, we want to be going, going, going for so for Right. The seven year can be like, oh, my gosh, like I'm stuck in in mud. I can't get moving. Right, right. But it is important for us to take those pauses and to have those kind of downtimes. So if you're in a seven personal year and things are not moving quickly enough for you, it's the year where you're supposed to be doing a lot of internal processing. Okay. Um, All so right. It's a chill year. So. Okay. Um, moving on to the eight energy. Now the eight energy is the boss babe energy. Okay. Eight life paths are natural business people. They're natural leaders. Oh wow. They're strong. They are well versed in leading others, helping others, and they are natural leaders that people turn to. You know, they are trusted individuals that people tend to turn to. They're logical, but they're also dependable. I guess that's the word I want to use. Sure. Eight life paths. Sure. Dependable. They're they're also a little strong-minded. So my husband's an eight-life path. They can be a little uh, direct. Yeah. Oh, 
so direct. So I would say if you're an eight life path, you know, a little more sugar. Sugar goes a long way, you know, goes a lot, <laughs> you know, a lot further, okay, to you. But absolutely gracious. Yeah. Believe in yourself. And if you're an eight life path, you know, again, entrepreneurship would be really well aspected for you, but also just leadership in general, okay? Mm-hmm. And okay. in your eight personal year, this is a year where you are getting on top of finances. The eight energy not only are they leaders, but they're also here to kind of learn their lessons with money. Money is a big deal. If you're an eight life path, you make a lot of money, lose a lot of money. You know, money is kind of always coming and going with eight. Okay. Okay. Because you're here to learn about the energetics of money. Okay. Gotcha. And, and in your eight personal year, you're getting on top of finances. You're getting on top of work. You're getting on top of business. It's a real action oriented year to get on top of your money and your finances and also to work through any hangups that you have around abundance and manifestation. Mm-hmm. So it's a big year. Right. Um, and then, of course, we move to the final cycle, which is that nine year cycle, which is the year of ending. So nine is at the end. OK. In, in terms of single digits and numerology. So in your nine personal year, you are wrapping up that full nine-year cycle. We don't work in decades. We kind of work in nine-year cycles in numerology. So you're working up a nine-year cycle. You're wrapping that up. Okay. um, And you are essentially assessing in your life what's working for you and what's not working for you. And this is a year to take inventory of your life and to really release and let go of anything and everything that you have outgrown that you have grown beyond and mm-hmm. that is no longer serving your highest good. So if you're in a nine personal year, they tend to be weepy. Um, they tend to be a little emotional because they're very karmic. And oh, you're wow. Things up, you're letting go and you're doing a lot of relief. And you're also quite honestly planting seeds and kind of laying the foundations to be able to launch out in your one year of new beginnings the following year. So Gotcha. And again, to get your personal year cycle, you take the month and day of your birthday and you add that to the current calendar year. So for me, five plus 23, the month and day of my birthday, and then I add it to 2020 and then I reduce that to a single digit. Okay? Right. Just gotcha. Until you get a single digit. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And that's the thing because my husband actually is a nine life path. So nine life path. Thank you for drawing me back. Yes. Yes. If you're a nine life path, thank you. <laughs> that is an old soul number. If you're a nine life path, you are a humanitarian. You came here to make a difference in this world. You've been around the bend, whether you believe in past lives or not. Uh, you've had a lot of, there's something very old and very wise about your soul. There's also sometimes the other side of the nine energy can be something uh, dramatic. Okay. <laughs> um, you know, sometimes nines get into, you know, into their fields. They can get a little dramatic about things. Okay. Um, so there's the other side of the energy, but they need to make a, a difference, a change in the world. They're natural counselors, therapists, coaches. They're great listeners, really wonderful listeners. They tend to be, if you're a nine, you're working through issues with your mom or with maternal figures in your life. There tends to be some learning there. Mm-hmm. Um, and But just a real beautiful old soul energy. And, and there's also, you know, if you're thinking about the compatibility axis, three, six, nine. So those three, six, nine, those would be, you know, natural matches. Right. Um, uh, two, four, eight. I'm sitting here. One, five, seven. Those are three axes. But really, honestly, nine life paths. They tend to be very kind, loving people. You know, someone that everyone turns to. Right. You know, it's funny. It's so funny you say that because he's the best man I've ever known. He's the wisest man I've ever known. And I'm. And people are like, well, "What about your dad?" My dad was not. I'm just not even going to go there, and we won't go there. <laughs> mm-hmm. But he is the most 
gracious and he he does meals on wheels i mean he is you're right he's a humanitarian he he always does the right thing even when i don't want to do the right thing he steers me in the direction of doing and saying and everything having to do with the right thing <laughs> every time yeah yeah my mom is a nine life back too she was an hr manager so she spent her lifetime helping others and now even in retirement my gosh she's delivering food she's delivering flowers making food for everyone she's you know she's helping others that's where she gets some of her greatest Um, Absolutely. Yeah. And with him, he was born on July 5th. So July 5th, 2020. What does that come to? Because my, I'm not sure what that comes to. I'm getting out. Okay. He's in a seven year. So yeah, he's in a seven year. So this is a, this is a faith building year for him. Oh, there may have been some tests of faith for him this year. So that's why I really want to say it's a quiet year. It's a spiritual year, but it's also a faith building year. Okay. Really what I mean a lot about faith building is deepening his faith in himself and his trust in himself, but also his trust in the universe. Um, okay. Okay. Having a trust, you know, trusting, just building faith in terms of that it's all going to be okay, that everything's going to be okay, you know? Right. Testing, right. Building that, really growing that, that deep knowing of like, it's going to be okay. I can, you know, I can relax. I can surrender and know that it's going to be okay. That actually makes sense. And he was able to retire at 52. And I know at first it kind of made him nervous, but he's like, you know what? Life is too short and we are fine. And my numbers work out. He's a CPA and he does all these charts and models to find out, you know, where we are and all the things. And he goes, we're on the right path. We're good. I can do this. And he is the happiest I've ever seen him ever. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. And that's, that's what you were talking about. Yeah. 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 yeah, About deepening his faith in himself and in the world and that it's going to be okay. And that, you know, yeah. 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 People crumble under a seven year energy and some people just really thrive. You're meant to thrive in it. So it's meant to be like, Oh, wait a second. This is crazy. Oh, I've got to figure this out. But once you figure it out, it's like, Oh, major new insight. Right. Exactly. So, and like I said, uh, he's so much happier, but so, so when people call you for your other kind of work, tell me the other, you know, psychic medium work you do and the intuitive life coaching things that you do and the spiritual teaching you do. Tell me more about that. Well, I think it's all, for me, it's all together. So I don't separate any of this out. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. I don't, I don't separate it out. So a reading for me is a mixture of all the things. It's taking all my tools and using them together. So when I do readings, I essentially go into meditation before my sessions, and the first place that I go to is my intuition and into my connection with my spirit guides and with whoever wants to come forward for my clients, as their spirit guides, archangels, loved ones and spirits. Within that meditation, that's where I normally download, and I can normally see my guides normally show, share with me, and also my clients' guides, spirit guides, and their team normally share with me what it is that they're working on, or what it is that they're, you know, needing, they're wanting to talk about, whether that's a relationship issue, a job thing, you know, there's a million things that come up in that space. Um, and then after my meditation, right before I start my sessions, that is where I look at some of the basic numerology and astrology. Right. So, um, when people have a session with me, I ask for their just their basic date of birth. So I don't go into a natal chart, but I do look at just the life path number, the personal year cycle. And I look and see in terms astrologically just to see where Saturn and Jupiter. Saturn is the planet that tests us, where we're getting a lot of our learning. Jupiter is where we're you know, experiencing more prosperity and good luck and expansion. So I can look at those at some base issues, if there's a Saturn return going on or if there's a return taking place. 
So I do that right before I get on my call. So by the time that I talk to my clients, I normally have about a you know a half a page worth of notes kind of written down. Um, wow, I that's that's know, nice. I start with questions um, with my clients. I just start. I start. <laughs> when I start with my clients, I don't ask for any questions up front. I start with what I have been picking up intuitively and kind of, you know, looking at that personal year cycle. If there's a nine, you know, that gives me an extra data point there because that's my mentor. I was mentored in the spiritualist church. Um, there's some famous spiritual church here in the, in the United States. There's Lilydale and upstairs, New York. There is Pasadena. I grew right. up in the Midwest and Indiana, and um, I had my first mediumship experiences when I was, what, five, six years old when I saw my grandmother in spirit um, at her funeral. There's a long story around that about me seeing her and her telling me what was going to happen or, you know, telling me that I had this gift. And when I was 13, my mom took me to a spiritualist camp to someone who she'd been seeing there who began mentoring me, a minister who was ordained in the spiritualist church, who is a psychic medium as well, and a great teacher. And so I began my my ordination and my my mentorship when I was 13. Right. Um, it's yeah. funny how I found you is through Candace Dalton's podcast. Uh, she's been on my podcast as well, and she's amazing, and I love her. And I asked her, I said, hey, I need to have Carrie Styers on. And she said, oh, you have to have her on. You have to have her on. I'm like, okay. So, but I, yeah. <laughs> But I love the story about your grandmother, because if I remember correctly, she was having a funeral and your entire family was there and you're sitting in the pew and you see your grandmother walking down the aisle and you're like, she's not supposed to be there. She's supposed to be in the casket. So you were like, what the heck? And she's like, oh, no problem. She's like, I guess she sang with the choir and she was all happy with the choir. And finally, I think you asked your whole family to scoot down a little bit so she could sit down, even though they couldn't see her. That cracked me up, but I love her energy because it sounded like she was having a blast at her own funeral. Oh my gosh, not only is she there, she will always remind me, not only was she there, but she brought like three of friends with her, okay? Oh, I didn't know. Sunday best, and they were dressed, and she was like, Pumpkin, you need to scoot down. I got people here. This is my party. She was like, I'm here for my party. So, oh no, no. So she was, and God bless, I was so precocious as a child, and I whispered in my mom's ear. She whispered in my dad's ear. My dad whispered in my grandpa's ear, and we all, before we knew it, we're all on one side of the pew. And she just had a ball. They all had a ball at the funeral. I remember looking down at them and thinking, what the heck is going on? <laughs> <laughs> It must be normal. She was the first person that I remember who, who passed, you know, the first person. And I was very close to her. And when, you know, I'll just never forget, as she was leaving, I was like, oh, my gosh, Grandma, don't go. You can't leave me with these people, which I had a crazy childhood, too, folks. Um, exactly. And, yeah. Even though I love my family. But and she was like, oh, no, no, pumpkin. She said, don't worry. She said, now you have a very special gift and you're going to be able to see me and you'll see lots of other people. Don't worry. I love you. I'll always be with you. So. And that was when I was six years old. So that was my first experience. And from that point, I started having all these experiences where I was seeing things and feeling things. And, you know, thank goodness I was so close to my mom. And my mom was very open-minded, even though we were living in a small town in Indiana. I was just about to ask you that. I was because, you know, I don't don't know if it runs in your family or... Okay, so they did believe you when you did say, Grandma's here, so... My mom believed me. I don't think anyone else... I think my <laughs> great-grandmother in spirit, on my mom's side, always comes, uh, you know, Mama Shell is what we called her. She came through. She always comes through and says, well, it all came from her. That's what she, she always... And, uh, my mom's from Georgia, so small town in Georgia. So Mama Shell always says it came from her side. You know, gotcha, okay, her. yeah. My mother's a nine life path, very intuitive, very, very intuitive herself. And she and her friends in this little town in Indiana, you know, they like going to see psychics. 
<laughs> right. Well, no, hey, I got it. You know, I understand. I, I love talking to them because they've all given me, including you, they've all given me so many different perspectives on how they work, how they see the world. A lot of it is the same. So much of it is different. And it's so interesting to me because this has got to have affected you, your life so profoundly, obviously, because you were so young then. But I mean, how does it affect it now? I mean, you know, you're riding high. You, you've you got a ton of followers. I think it's like 15,000 followers on Instagram. And I mean, girl, you are just doing so well with your work. I mean, obviously, it's impacting you in a wonderful way now. Well, you know, I think that we spend so much of our lives really working on through the story we were born to live, you know, and and I think that several years ago, we went through a phase where we had a lot of planets in Sagittarius, and Sagittarius is all about our beliefs, but it's also about the story we were born to live. Okay. And when we had Saturn and Jupiter in, in Sagittarius about five years ago, that was a really, five, six years ago, that was a really big pivot moment for me. I, you know, have a journalism background, but I was teaching um, at that point. I was teaching middle school, and my mentor called me out of the blue and said, hey, it's time for you to start your business. Because at that point, I'd just been, you know, I just would give random readings to people, and I would just tell people, the clerk, you know, it's Banana Republic, hey, you know, your dead grandfather's next to you. You know, I, I didn't really see it as a means in which I would have a business. Right. I remember being in my teens and thinking to myself at the time, gosh, what would I really like to do? And I remember thinking, I'd really love to be a spiritual teacher. I'd love to teach people about the fact that the soul is eternal and that we go on, the soul goes on. I'd love to teach about spiritual topics and but I never really actually thought I could do that. And it was a really wonderful moment for me when my mentor called me and said, hey, she had received a cancer diagnosis and she's just like, I've been mentoring you for so long. And oh, yeah. It's time for you to fly. It's time for you to fly. It's time for you to assume your place at the table. It's time we need to know. My generation needs to know that you all are going to be coming to take our place. I, that was a real big moment. And when I started, I always say about things, you know that it's right if when you step forward, if the door begins to open quickly. And for me, when I stepped forward into this business, the doors opened very quickly and it just felt right. And, you know, as a collective consciousness, we brought social media here to this world because in this lifetime, you know, we were going to have light workers all over the planet and we were going to need ways in which we connect, could connect, you know. We were not right. in a time where we were just going to be only, you know, in little villages. And social media, especially Instagram, has been really powerful for me because I'm the kind of person in my work where, you know, I need a little nudge. I need a little pep talk every day. I need reminders every day about that it's going to be okay. And that's what I do on, on Instagram. Oh, you do it. Absolutely. I do it every yes. day on video almost every day, just giving energy updates and talking about the energies. And, and then I do my work. I have a private practice, so I do a lot of readings uh, via FaceTime and phone and Skype. And then I have a, a spiritual membership, too, called The Lighthouse, where we get a little bit deeper, where I'm with my group every Friday. We do a Friday Live on Instagram. We have wow. classes where we're learning about numerology, astrology, spiritual topics, and it's really fun. So, yeah, I feel like, you know, when you find your passion your purpose it just it just works the doors open up and it's just it's exciting so this has been a, a really wonderful time because I feel like I spent most of like my younger life and through my 20s kind of and into my early 30s kind of trolling around kind of 
kind of not sure what that was. Right, right. And you know, I don't know about you, but even with books or whatever, and my podcast now, it's kind of word of mouth. It's not like you can just say, hey, I'm going to hang a shingle outside and people are going to be rushing in. So, I mean, (laughs) you know, but you know, I think think we're shifting our views on uh, this kind of thing now. I think the world is becoming more accepting of this. At least I know the people that I've talked to about uh, that they give me ideas about my podcast and people that they want to hear about. A lot of times it's people like you. And I love it because I'm very attracted to people like you. I want to know more about everything that I can get my hands on. Because I do think we're here to learn. We're here, you know, just to, I don't know if it's a karmic thing or trying to solve it. Oh, sorry. That's the only way it is. It's a big lifetime for you. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe the podcast is my karmic whatever because my mentor, you know, um, Hillbilly Horror Stories, I used to do a segment for them and he said, you know, listen, you need to have your own podcast. I'm like, no, I write books. I don't have time for a podcast. And he goes, no, you need to do your own podcast. And I was like, okay, Jerry, I'll do it. And I did. And it's been crazy, uh, wonderful. And so many people have been loving it. And I'm so happy with the success of it. And we'll see where it goes from here. But right now I'm having a blast doing it. And I love people like you that come on my show and give me your time and give me your wisdom and all the things that you can offer everyone. So tell me where everyone can find you. You can find me on Instagram. You can find me at Carrie Styers. It's C-A-R-R-I-E-S-T-I-E-R-S at Carrie Styers on Instagram. Uh, you'll find me in stories, posting there every day on video, talking to you, chatting with you. We're all friends. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> and then you can also find me on my website to book in for readings or to look at my spiritual membership, The Lighthouse. It's carriestyers.com, www.carriestyers.com, C-A-R-R-I-E. S-T-I-E-R-S dot com. It's really easy. So, um, and I do 30 minute sessions and one hour sessions. So if you're interested in a private reading to find me there. And I was teaching classes last year, but I moved a lot of my teaching into the lighthouse. So that's there. But I think in 2021, there's, you know, we're all kind of coming up with our new goals for the new year. So right. there's going to be some more teaching and some more uh, writing and speaking. But for all of my things, you can find me there on my website. And Absolutely. And I'll add everything on my show notes, how people can get a hold of you, message you, maybe set up a date to um, have a reading from you and all the things. Because I tell you, I have learned so much about numerology and I had a little bit of an understanding already because I used to listen to Hay House Radio and uh, right. way back in the day. But you have been amazing, and I love your work. Well, you're an absolute delight. It's wonderful. I know. We are so, right now, you know, I just feel like my guys have always said to me that this is the bridge generation, that we are bridging our planet in from a place of duality where love and fear exist together into a place of non-duality, and we are really shifting you know, we're moving the light. We're shifting the light. This is I believe that moment in the history of our planet. And it's an exciting time for healers and teachers um, and speakers all over the world right now, because people are really opening up to wanting to learn more about themselves and to heal themselves on a deeper level and to know more because let's face it, you know, we are energetic beings here that the basis of who we are is energy and love and, you know, divinity of all kinds. So I think knowing about our true nature is really important for us to help us to 
be our best selves in this lifetime, to excel, to know that we are limitless beings and that, you know, we came from a place of love. We are loving, even if some people are really struggling with seeing that about themselves and seeing that about others. Um, Right. And we will return to that as well. You know, this is earth school and we are here for just a brief second. So in our eternal lives, I think spirituality in general, remembering who we are, knowing who we are, educating ourselves, learning more about that or about our true divinity is critical for our success. Absolutely. And what's so fun about this whole episode is you will be my first episode in 2021. (laughs) Yes, I know. In a five world year, just so you know, folks, in a five world year of change. (laughs) Yes, exactly. You know what? Hey, what better uh, information for you guys to have than Carrie's information and, and her message? And come on, guys. I mean, I'm here to help. And so is she. So give her a call. (laughs) Carrie, thank you so much for being on my show, honey. You're so welcome, Leslie. Thank you for having me. And thank you to all of you who are listening right now. We both, we send you love and blessings for this year. Okay, we're going through this as an entire decade of initiation. So hang in there. Just allow yourself to learn and grow and know that ultimately we are being watched over. It's all good. We're all just learning. So I'm sending you all loads of love. Thank you for having me today, Leslie and uh, take good care, everyone. If you like what you heard, please leave me a five-star review. It'll help my podcast out and more people will be able to listen. Also, I am a novelist and write paranormal romance. All my books are available on amazon.com, so check me out. And you can also reach me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thank you guys all for your support, and I'll talk to you next week.